Gregory Hallows, and this is Preserve Halloween Podcast. So I feel like at the beginning of every podcast uh, the past few times, I've said, I can't believe it's been so long since I recorded, and offer a bunch of humble apologies, which again, I am doing because it's been quite some time since I recorded, but um, I've been busy as always. We just got home a few weeks ago from the 2022 version of the Preserve Halloween Festival, which was awesome. Uh, it was bigger than last year. We had a bigger guest list. The attendance was was better. We had a great time. Some of the guests sang karaoke with us over the weekend. Um, it was just an overall fun show. I'm really looking forward to what we can do next year. Um, so I thank everyone for, for coming to that. And, and I hope to see you again for the next one. Um, but I kind of wanted to jump right into the, uh, the subject for the podcast today because I'm recording it on the, the day or the night of when this, uh, the subject of the podcast itself so I'm going to get right into it, and a lot of you already know what it is I'm going to be talking about because I posted the other day about doing a bunch of research on Krampus. Um, I dress up as Krampus sometimes for my uh, festival in November because it's just a fun costume to wear, and it's always great to carry around a bag of sticks, and I... I, I, <clears throat> I don't know if I told this story last year or last time I talked about it. Sorry, I need to take a drink. <clears throat> but I dressed up as Krampus for the Preserve Halloween Fest last year, and I was having a great time until I made a kid cry. So I immediately took the suit off, and I didn't put it on this year. Not that I was worried I would scare any children. I just was having too much fun uh, dressed up as me. So. Uh, here we go. Um, at its most basic, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic figure in the central and eastern alpine folklore of Europe who, during the Advent season, scares children who have misbehaved. So that's a very uh, straight-to-the-point and uh, defined definition of Krampus. Uh, Krampus is the counterpart and assistant to St. Nicholas and is presented as a goat-like demon figure most of the time, uh, similar to a satyr or a fawn of Greek mythology, but much scarier because satyrs and fawns aren't scary to me and probably not to most people. But Krampus is meant to be scary. Uh, this dynamic duo of St. Nick and Krampus visits children on the night of December 5th, which is the night I'm recording this, also called Krampusnacht. Um, do not, do not, uh, take offense by my pronunciation. Um, interestingly, the Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated in Europe on December 6th, and it doesn't, it's always fun when holidays are kind of yin and yang, like, uh, and it, it, it's a lot of times in Christian religions and after being, you know, everything being taken from pagan uh, beliefs. There's always like the, the, 
the bad holiday part. So Krampusnacht would be like the bad, quote unquote, part of the holiday. And then the very next day is the Feast of St. Nicholas. So they got to like balance. Like with anything, there's the yin and yang of basically everything has good and bad parts. Uh, if not, then the world would be out of balance. So Krampusnacht is considered by some as the Halloween for adults, which I love because, you know, Halloween. Uh, and is celebrated and has traditions in Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Hungary, Italy, uh, Slovakia, Slovenia, Germany, uh, and even the United States now. With people dressing up as the demon or whatever you want to classify Krampus as. And they chase people down the streets, especially children. And as with many holidays, people get drunk on occasion. Like, like most holidays, there's a reason to, to drink, which is great because you're celebrating. Um, even if you're celebrating, you basically uh, scaring the crap out of bad kids. So uh, St. Nick spends his night rewarding the well-behaved children. You know, he's got the good job. Uh, he gives them modest gifts, oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, chocolate, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, bad kids get screwed as always. They... <laughs> Only receive punishment from Krampus with coal and or birch rods, which he also may or may not hit them with. Then he stuffs them in a bag and takes them away. Where they go could be hell, could be not. Uh, it's up to your interpretation. So as we have previously discussed in other podcasts, uh, the European practice of mummery during the solstice season of winter can be traced back thousands of years. Uh, Villagers across the, the continent would dress up as mythic figures, wild people, animals, whatever, and parade and perform plays. And this ancient ritual of guising and masking um, is, you know, at the root of our Halloween with lots of costumes, trick-or-treating, and pagan symbolism, much like everything. Um, some of the most common figures in these rituals was the old man winter and the goat man, which surprisingly or surprisingly not. These are the, uh, archetypes of St. Nicholas and Santa Claus and the devil also known as old Nick or Krampus. Uh, Krampus can carry chains thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. Uh, he thrashes and you know, shakes around the chains for dramatic effect. Uh, they are sometimes accompanied by bells. Um, more pagan uh, in origin is uh, is the root, which is the uh, birch branches that the Krampus will carry around with him and smack children in the head with or just smack them in general. Um, when I dressed up as Krampus, I carried around sticks and either threw them at children not really. I threw them on the ground or I gave them to kids as their present uh, because what kid wants a, a stick for a present? Probably no one. Um, the root has uh, significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites. And sometimes these branches are replaced with a whip in some interpretations of Krampus. So, uh, Often Krampus also appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. This is to take evil children either to drown, to eat, or to transport to hell. So 
which of those three options would you want? Uh, some older versions also mention naughty children just being put in the bag and taken away. So basically you've taken out the trash, which horrible, horrible uh, way to, to talk about children. This would not fly in the world today. So um, Krampus origins, as far as I know, are mostly unknown as, as a lot of things. Uh, anthropologists agree that it is a pre-Christian uh, tradition going back to pagan mythology. Surprise, surprise. Uh, celebrations involving Krampus can date back to the 6th or 7th century, although um, I don't think there are any written sources before the end of the 16th century. Um, some authorities on the subject believe Krampus uh, goes far as back as the Wiccan deity of the Horned God of the Witches. Uh, one anthropologist whose name is John Honigman wrote, and I quote, Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural who was assimilated to the Christian devil. So once again, Christians are adapting all those pagan stories and making them their own. Um, so take it how you will. Uh, etymologically speaking, Krampus is thought to come from either Bavarian, the word Krampen, which means dead or rotten, or from German, Kramp or Krampen, which means claw. So that makes me think of the cramps. I'll have to go listen to them once I'm done recording this. Um, Krampus is so popular in... Uh, Lots of, uh, lots, lots of uh, places. They have runs called Krampusloff, where it is customary to office Krampus schnapps, uh, strong distilled fruit brandy. These runs may also include Perkton, which are similarly wild pagan spirits of Germanic folklore, and sometimes female. And uh, somebody posted today, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember who, but... There were some uh, representations of Krampus as female, and somebody made a joke on the Facebook page when I said I was researching Krampus knock, and they kept saying female is Krampus female, and I didn't get what they were trying to say at first, but then they said Krampus, and then dot, 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 snatch, so uh, I guess they're trying to be clever. Anyway, uh, there are also greeting cards featuring uh, the variety of likenesses of Krampus because sometimes he looks just like the straight-up devil. Sometimes he looks very similar to a werewolf, to me, with horns. Uh, these are called Krampus Carton. Uh, Europeans have been exchanging these greeting cards featuring Krampus since the 19th century, oftentimes featuring him loomingly or looming menacingly over children, which, to be honest, that's kind of what a lot of Santa Claus cards used to look like or do 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 look like uh one of my favorite calvin and hobbs uh, strips ever was him comparing santa claus to a cia spook which when you think about it he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake is pretty damn creepy um for years camp krampus was suppressed by the catholic church which is funny to me <laughs> but uh they forbade uh, uh, celebrations in the demon's name. During World War II, uh, Europe's fascists deplored Krampus as a creation of Democrats, social Democrats. Uh, despite this, the Krampus is making a comeback all over the place. Um, Austrian retailers, you know, 
now you see these cute Krampuses and everybody's trying to make them soft and cuddly. So I guess maybe call it the Disneyfication of Krampus. Um, he is selling chocolates, figures. You can buy collectible horns. There's people that sell uh, Krampus masks. Even Those aren't really cute, though. Those are actually, you know, more like what you would expect him to look like. Um, there's a Krampus movie, which I do not like. Uh, I don't know why. I've watched it a few times to try to like it because I really want to. But there's just something about this the Krampus movie I, I don't like. I know it's some people's favorite Christmas movie, so no offense, but I I don't know. Um, Krampus has become par, a popular part of Chris, Christmas markets in Austria, uh, places like Salzburg. Uh, they try, I guess, to make him more funny than fear, fearful. So, you know, I guess that works. PR wise, it's better to be funny than scary um, for some people. Um, in 1932, in the uh, Austrian elections, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the regime at the time uh, under the clerical fascist uh, front called the Fatherland's Front and the Christian Social Party. So at one point in time, Christians were boycotting Krampus. Um, in the 50s, there was a pamphlet distributed called uh, Krampus is an Evil Man. So what did that do? What makes Krampus so popular now? Maybe it's because the government and a lot of people are saying not to have anything to do with him, making him forbidden, which doesn't, you know, when you tell people you can't do something, what happens? They want to do it more. Um Maybe Krampus is popular because it's an alternative to Christmas because there's a lot of people that can't stand Christmas. Um, I really don't know. I like Krampus because it's just an alternative. Uh, and I liked learning about, you know, the history. Um, if you want to find out more, because this is honestly, when I do these podcasts, I just want to touch the surface to get you interested in researching on your own. So, my friend and a wonderful, wonderful supporter of uh, what we're doing here at the Halloween Preservation Society, Rich from uh, Romero Theater Home Haunt, he posted today suggestion on two books that if you want to find out more about Krampus and the history and everything like that, uh, Al Ridnor's uh, The Krampus and the Old Dark Roots of Christmas is the book he highly recommends first. And secondly... Uh, Linda Radish's The Old Magic of Christmas. I will try to find these um, after I finish recording and post links to both books. I am going to buy them myself because I love to research and I love to share what I find. If you are interested in, in Krampus, here are a few other uh, related figures that you can look up if you want to spend the rest of this year doing research like I love to do. Uh, there's Belsnickel, who is a German Christmas gift bringer. Um, there's Perkta, an alpine goddess in German folklore. There is uh, the Green Man and the Goat Man, who is, I think Goat Man is a folklore from Maryland, maybe. Um, there's also uh, Namahaje, 
which is a Japanese folklore character that's associated with New Year's. Uh, Nutipuki, which is a creature in Finnish folklore. Uh, Kalakanzaros, which is a goblin. I love goblins. Um, my favorite... I'm going to keep going off on tangents. My favorite character in all of comic books is Spider-Man. But my favorite villain is the two goblins. I love Green Goblin, but for some reason, I love Hobgoblin even more. And I don't know why. But those are my two favorite villains in all of uh, comics is the two goblins from Spider-Man. Um, you can also look up Koliata, which is a uh, pre-Christian Slavic winter festival um, where participants wear masks and costumes and celebrate. So another uh, very similar sounding to Halloween tradition. Uh, there's a creature in Polish folklore called Turon. Um, there's a dead Moraz, which is a Christmas figure in Slavic culture. Uh, Sinterklaas, which is basically... Santa Claus, uh, and there's also Black Pete, which is uh, Zwarte Piet, 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 I don't know how you say it, I'm saying it wrong, I'm sure, but uh, this is, I think, a uh, Spanish, um, they, no, I can't remember the story right, I think Black Pete punishes bad children and then kidnaps them to Spain. Anyway, I'll have to look that up myself. Uh, Sinterklaas, it's just S-I-N-T-E-R-K-L-A-A-S. Um, and then there's uh, a New Year's Eve celebration in Switzerland called Sylvesterklaas. So those are a few things. If you're super interested in research, like I am, um, I have notes for all kinds of podcasts surrounding me all the time. I just have to sit down and make the time to actually record them like tonight. Um, but yes, I hope there are many of you celebrating uh, Krampusnacht tonight. I know that I've spoken with a few of you on Facebook or social media, and you've told me your uh, histories and family traditions involving the holiday, which is awesome because I don't really know much about it. I've never known anybody who celebrates it heavily like other um, holidays, but I'm learning it more through you guys, which is awesome. So send me your histories and your stories, and I'd love to read them. Uh, just email me or send me something on social media or, you know, whatever. But as always, preserve Halloween.